Hello and welcome to So You Think You Can Rule Persia, the podcast where we rate and review all the kings of Persia from Diochis to Yazdegur III. I'm Serial and my pronouns are they, them. And I'm Umberto and my pronouns are he, him. So hello and welcome to episode 30, which is to say Antiochus V, Eupator. Serial, we've gotten to about a third of the podcast now. Really? It's a chunky bit. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. I don't have a precise number of kings, but my current list has 92 in total. So we're we a third are there. Roughly a third. <gasps> yeah. Oh my goodness. I can't I believe Look We've at us. Actually Look gotten at us somewhere. doing the thing. <laughs> we're on our fourth ish dynasty and second period, hurtling towards the new ones. So very exciting. Antiochus the fifth. Yes. Yes. Eupator. Can you guess what Eupator means? It's written Eupator. Ah, Eupator. If you want I see. to read it, yes. Pator is father, yes. right? Eupator. Ah, uh, that. Okay, wait. <laughs> you. I can't. Do you know when you speak this language, there is derivative of <laughs> Latin and Greek, but yes. then at the time you cannot think of any word that uses the same prefix. There's uh, euphoria, eugenics. Yeah, I know. There is uh, eucalyptus. <laughs> but that doesn't help. <laughs> That's not helping. I, I mean, I'm sure it does, but... How does euphoria make you feel? Great, actually. Wonderfully. So, you pator. So, great father? Yes. Hey! Because phoria is, like, feeling? Phoria is to carry, is to bring. Oh. So it brings goodness, it brings... Oh. Niceness. That yeah, That's that is euphoria. a good definition. <laughs> Love euphoria. One of my favorite feelings. Yay. Good stuff. So the great father, but not as in grandfather, yes. right? No, as in like good, as in a quality. Okay. So basically, Antiochus the fifth, whose dad was good, which oh. is generally not a great way to be known. Yeah, no, if, I thought it was like he was a good dad, dad but good. not. No. Okay, so it refers to his father. Oh. Yes. He's like he of the good father. But his father was. The bad guy in Hanukkah. So how did yes. he... <laughs> His father was Hanukkah's Grinch, but apparently on the Seleucid side, everybody was cool with him. I see. Well, the Grinch at least gets, like, Redeemed. redemption <laughs> yeah, at the end. Good, yes. Yeah, and Talikus the Fourth just gets all his bones broken and his yeah. organs liquefying, so yeah. that wasn't great. Cool death, though. Yeah. All right. Okay, so let's recap what happened last time, and then we can jump straight into Antiochus V. So let's see the Eupator himself, the actual great father. Yes, exactly. So Antiochus IV was born Mithridates, son of Antiochus III. He was kept as a hostage in Rome for several years, then was eventually freed in exchange for Demetrius, the son of the king at the time. But then the king died, so... Our Antiochus went over, took the throne, killed Antiochus the child, and made himself ruler. Then Antiochus decided to appoint some new high priests in Jerusalem, which messed everything up for everybody. Because now there's like two factions, one who's okay with Hellenization, another that's entirely opposed to it. They're fighting each other, trying to take control of Jerusalem and the temple, and it's a whole mess. And in the meantime, Antiochus IV went all the way to Egypt to try and conquer it. Basically succeeded, but then one little Roman man with a stick drew a circle around him and told him to go home, uh, and yeah. Antiochus did. Because he's a bootlicker. So that wasn't great. Well, sandal licker, I guess. Because Romans. <laughs> yes. Caliga licker. 
<laughs> a Caligulicor, if you no, will. No, what? Shoot. <laughs> we don't go there. Can feel the fanfic writers. <laughs> so then he went back, put some more oppressive uh, laws on the Jewish people, then tried to go on a campaign in the East to sort of reestablish authority, but died. Uh, I hate it when that happens. Yeah, not great. The problem was that, if you'll remember, Antiochus IV's son, Antiochus V, who we're talking about today, was still a child at this point and left uh, in Antioch with a regent called Lysias. Yes, that's true. And if you remember, on his deathbed, supposedly, Antiochus mm. IV gave his ring to a man called Philip to rule as regent. Emphasis on supposedly. Hmm, hmm. yes. So that's a little bit of a mess. Because who would do that in their right mind? Well, eh, you know, if you're dying, not in your right mind, probably, so. <laughs> we can start now with the life of Antiochus V and see how well it goes. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I do not have high hopes for this <laughs> child ruler. Yeah, the last child ruler ended after two months. Let's see if Antiochus V beats him. He at least gets a number, which is better. Yeah, so... Hmm. So, Antiochus V was born as the son of Antiochus IV and his sister Laodike, as the yeah. last couple of kings have been. <sighs> yeah, he was born in 173 BC and eventually made co-king with his father in 165 when he was about eight years old, mm. before his father head off to the Eastern Expedition. Yeah. And as I mentioned, Antiochus remained in Antioch, where he was taken care of by Lysias, who was a courtier and uh, somebody who was kept as regent for the West. Now, when Antiochus IV died, Lysias took the opportunity to immediately make his protege king so that there was no weird stuff going on. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Just making sure that like, we're going to avoid a civil war. This is just going to go smoothly. That's a, a good move. Pretty much. And Lysias, of course, makes himself regent until little Antiochus is going to come of age. Yeah. So, so, hooray, let's yeah. go. Everything seems relatively fine. There's that eastern army with Philip in charge, but we haven't received news yet that he's considering himself regent, so we think everything is fine so far in Antioch. Mm -hmm. But, of course, what is the simmering problem that we need to deal with for now and a while more? Of course, it's the Jewish war, because the guerrilla warfare and fighting back and forth has been going on for a while, mm -hmm. and... We need to deal with this because that's our border with the Ptolemies. And if we lose that, that's a whole thing. And let's not do this, please. So Lysias and the king go down in person towards Judea to try and deal with the situation. So what we've been having so far is that essentially there's been a large guerrilla warfare in the provinces with Judah Maccabee, the leader of the Zealots, attacking Seleucid forces and... The Jewish people who are either not helping with the guerrilla effort or have accepted this new cult of Zeus in the temple. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the last things that Antiochus IV had done before dying was repealing his repressive laws. And he decided that, you know what, sure, you can practice Jewish law, you can have your traditions, just please don't fight because this is a drain on resources. And so what the Seleucid government did was to send their high priest to negotiate with the elders were sort of middlemen in this whole conflict, and try and find out what they could do with the rebels to figure out a solution that everybody could accept so we don't have to kill each other. <laughs> a solution. 
<laughs> ah, solution. Yes. Sorry. Please, I'm sorry. I apologize. You don't have to leave that in the podcast. Oh, I will. <laughs> but the problem with this is that the high priest that was sent by Antiochus to make these deals is the high priest that the rebels considered entirely illegitimate. Right. So they're not going to want to listen to what he has to say, so they're just going to wait and see. You know, we'll probably be able to kill you guys before you can come up with something that we want. Mm. So yeah, on the contrary, Judah Maccabee's forces storm into Jerusalem and they find the temple covered in the remains of sacrifices to the new cult of Zeus. And then they purify all this temple to make sure it's reusable in the correct way, quote unquote. Right. And this is where Hanukkah comes from. It comes from storming the temple and purifying it. And also they basically find that there's not enough oil to keep burning, but miracle of miracles, the oil lasts long enough. Hooray, the temple remains pure. I see. Although, frankly, I prefer the miracle of Antiochus dying in agony or the <laughs> angels kicking out the Seleucid minister away. That is very fair. I mean, I'm a big fan of anything featuring angels, so... Yeah. At this point, this is why Lysias and Antiochus need to march down to Jerusalem and try and retake it so that they can actually hold the bit of the empire that they own and not have rebels in charge. Mm-hmm. So the nine-year-old Antiochus and his prime minister besiege Jerusalem and uh, stay there for a while. There are some battles around Jerusalem while the siege is starting, and we get a wonderful story from, again, the Maccabees book, books rather, where apparently one of the leaders of the revolt, a relative of Judah Maccabee, was in the middle of the battle and had a clear idea of how video game logic works. Oh, I see. Yes. In the what century? <laughs> In the second century BC. Yay. Because he looked at the battlefield and decided, I know where the boss is. I know <laughs> where the king is going to be. It's clearly on the largest thing on the battlefield. That's what I need to attack to kill the boss, right? That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, because listen, video game logic has been older than video games. <laughs> we all knew this. Yes. I mean, humans make video games after all, so you know. Yeah. It needs to be recognizable. So this leader looks around the battlefield, finds, oh, look, an elephant. Huh. I'm sure that's where the king is. So he does his best Leroy Jenkins impression and just absolutely charges into battle on his own against this one elephant. Why would you do that? <laughs> He's just going to go blow everything up. He's going to try. He's giving it a shot. This is not a Michael Bay movie. This is not going to work. <laughs> Why would you charge alone? Like, the logic, yeah. you can, you know, maybe he's right. Maybe the elephant's where the king is. But, like, why would you go alone? Well, it's probably one of those disposable CGI armies that once you kill the boss, they all die. So. Ah, I see. I assume that was his reasoning. I feel like there's too much anachronism going on. I was okay with the video <laughs> game analogy, but... Mm. <laughs> well. Yeah, so essentially what he does is he charges at this elephant, goes... Kills the elephant, what? so great news for him. Oh my god, yeah. But the elephant falls on top of him and crushes <laughs> him to death. Oh no. Come on. I mean, I don't like I am very impressed that he killed the elephant. I did not expect that, that would happen. I mean, I guess he's a warrior, so like if you go about yeah. it properly, you could in like a war setting. You have weapons on you. You're riding a horse, probably. But like <laughs> 
This is so terrible. Yeah, I'm sort of picturing uh, it as him running under the elephant, spearing the elephant yeah. through the chest, and then crunch. That may, yeah, yeah. Elephants are very heavy. Yeah. Couple you don't tons. want them falling on you. That's kind of an issue. But turns out Antiochus is nine years old. He was not near the field of battle. He was just far away. He yeah, wasn't you know. going to be fighting, so. Because he's a child. Oh, well. <laughs> Didn't happen. And in the end, we have that the Seleucid forces managed to recapture Jerusalem and start to try and hunt down the rebels in the countryside. So, okay, everything's going great for our new baby Antiochus. So far. But this is when the consequences of our actions come to haunt us. Ah, I was wondering when that would happen. Yes, because Lysias and Antiochus get a letter from Jessica. Jessica comes ah. over, delivers a letter and says, Hello, great news! Philip's in Antioch. He says he's the regent now. Uh, should I send a reply? Do we just leave him on red, or, like, what do we do? To which Lysias just goes absolutely pale and thinks, Oh no, wait, how did he take Antioch? Why did nobody warn us before? What, what are we doing here in Jerusalem? Oh my god, let's run back to the capital. Like, taking Antioch surely took more than an hour, right? Like, eh, yeah, why are we just expect? finding out now? Yeah. So, not ideal. Yes, yeah, But, you know, Philip had the ring of Antiochus IV, so that's pretty legit when you show it. Say, so like, hey, King mm. said I could go in. So, yeah. That's fair, that's fair. But now, we're still fighting a war in Judea, but we need to go take Antioch. Great. So that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> so Lysias decides, okay, I'll solve one of these problems... I'll give the Jewish people a very favorable treaty. They can have a significant degree of self-rule. They can sort of deal with their religious matters themselves. I don't really care. You guys do your thing. I have more important stuff to worry about in Antioch. Okay, bye. Thanks. Yeah. And we don't know the details of the treaty, but it's good enough that the war actually stops. Okay. And they stop raiding the fields of the people who just want to have fields. <laughs> you know, because they're always the collateral damage and they're always the ones who get the worst part of everything. Let farmers just be farmers. <laughs> yeah, but now at least they get like at least a month of peace, maybe, if everything goes well. <laughs> <laughs> so Lysias and baby King Antiochus rush up to Antioch with their army that they've been using for this Jewish war. Mm -hmm. And they manage, apparently to quickly retake Antioch. Again, not many details, but presumably Philip holds up the ring and says, hey, the dead king said I could be regent. And Lysias holds up baby Antiochus and says, yeah. but the actual king right now says I'm the regent. So yeah. maybe that's legit. And the situation is solved quickly enough that Philip is dead and Antioch's retaken. Oh. Hooray! Oh, That okay, was easy. Well, uh, yeah. I thought Philip would be much more of a nuisance actually or problem no yeah okay, so did well. i but no he's just gone he's his only consequence is that we have an unfavorable peace yeah he shot his shot yeah he tried he did the thing but serial who haven't we heard from in a while i every time you ask me these questions i'm like <laughs> did i take notes <laughs> no <laughs> if there is one people you would remember it's these people the romans Yes. Oh my god, no! Can we... Uh, why? I don't care. Just stay in Rome. No, 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 no. 
They're busy interfering in everyone else's lives. Yes. Because the Senate has sent a committee to Antioch. Of course, because they are so diplomatic about everything. They're just like, we just, we just want to talk, right? Yeah, this is basically a couple of months after Philip had taken the city and you've gone back. They have like uh. three senators with clipboards saying, so we see that you've been having some trouble in Antioch. Do you mind if we have a look around? Oh my god, I just... If someone made this into like a show <laughs> or an animated show or something like that, I would just despise these guys. Just like, what are you doing here? Why, why is this your business? Like, nobody wants you here. Nobody asks for your opinion. Go away. But no, Romans will not take, please leave our land. We're happy living here for an answer. God. So the commissioners come and look around the city of Antioch and they say, Hmm, it looks like you have more ships and more elephants than you should have according to the treaty with Antiochus III. But then Lysias looks at these commissioners and says, uh, That treaty was with Antiochus III. He was like, Four kings ago. Did, yeah. did you guys not get the memo? Why are I you don't think this the treaty applies anymore. This doesn't work this way. Like, just because you say something applies doesn't mean it applies unless it actually says that it applies. Like, what? what? I, how dare you? Yeah. To which the senators reply, Oh, do you want me to call the senate? I mean, I think we have a legion nearby. I mean, you know, if, you know, Antiochus IV accepted us. You know, if you think you're better, sure, give it a shot. Don't you dare bring that up. (laughs) I hate them. I hate these guys. Which is so funny, because I did love listening to Totalus Rancune. But, but, I... I... (sighs) They're the bad guys in this podcast, so... Truly. They're the annoying guys. They cannot let everyone else live their life with their own problems. Pretty much. So what do you think Lysias does? Do you think he says, no, screw you, this treaty isn't even valid, what are you doing in my country, leave? Or does he say, yes, sir, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll get rid of the elephants and the boats. Can we take the legion? <laughs> like, how is our army doing after we've been fighting the other war? Like, do we even have an army? Well, we fought with the Jewish people and we fought half of a civil war outside of Antioch. Army is not doing great. Like, uh, we can try, but do you fancy your luck? Yeah, I guess we don't try. Yeah, so Lysias says, of course. We'll hate them sure. in private, them. Yeah, I'll just says, All right, fine, I guess. Murmur to myself in my chambers. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid rumors. Exactly. So the ships are burnt, and I don't know why, but the elephants are hamstrung? Like, why huh? would you hamstring the elephants? Just. Send them elsewhere. Why are you... Well, they didn't do anything to you. I know. Oh, my God. It's terrible. What? I hate so, this. So, yeah, poor elephants. <laughs> the Romans. What the yeah. hell? <laughs> uh, so, that's not great. And, well, your attitude is exactly what the people of Antioch are thinking. Yeah. Because they rise up in revolt. Hey, Finally. Yeah, it's unclear if they're revolting against Lysias for allowing this to happen or against the Romans for just being here. Romani domus ite. Yes. (laughs) And not only do they decide to send them home, but they send one of the senators home in a casket. Yes. Because they kill him. I mean, listen, it's not that we didn't want to fight. It's that we have been fighting 
a war recently. Like, we can only do this much. I, We're trying, okay? Yeah, also our I, king is a child, so... I hate them as much no. as you do, but... <laughs> yeah, according to Cassius Dio, this was all supposedly a master plan by Lysias. <laughs> to look like he's compliant, but actually not. But that seems a little bit unlikely based on his later behavior. Yeah, no, this, like, they're just looking for a reason to go to war with us. Yeah. Be like, oh, they attacked anyway, and they broke the treaty. It's like, I, listen, <laughs> listen, like, don't get me wrong. It's not that we don't want to attack. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. yeah. In any case, Lysias had complied with these demands. Yeah, we freaking killed the elephants who didn't do anything wrong. No, And he is very concerned about all of this. So he sends a letter to the Senate saying, I am so, so, so sorry. I didn't mean this. This was an accident. I had no part in killing the senator. Please don't send an army. I am really sorry. Like, Here's I literally was trying to avoid this because my yes, army is I did like everything you said. Please don't hurt us. I sold myself just to avoid a war. If we're going to have the war anyway, I might as well have gone about it differently. Yeah, I gave up my dignity for peace, and now I won't yeah. either. So please. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I want some piece of merch with, like, I gave up my a dignity. A t-shirt with, I Well, I don't know if a t-shirt is the best thing. You know, like, I wouldn't want to parade around with that. But it, I feel that. I think it would be nice as a dedication for a book. dignity like for peace. Like now I have neither. <laughs> Cries in the corner. <laughs> okay, so what happens is that the Senate has a bit of a discussion, and who should appear in front of the Senate? Oh, God. Who's in Rome that we know? There is one person that we know that is in Rome. Can you remember? Who ran away to Rome? No, that was too far back. I don't think... Who? Is Demetrius still alive? Yes, he is! What?! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I did, not, I did not think he was still alive. What the hell? <laughs> it's been only like 15 years. Oh, that's true. That's true. He's like... You've just been very unstable recently. Antiochus's brother. He is the nephew of Antiochus IV. He's Antiochus V's cousin. Which, I mean, that doesn't tell me anything because this family no. is like a sandwich. No. <laughs> so, you know, that doesn't help, but... He was from two generations ago, one generation ago. He is a parallel generation to this Antiochus. Because he is the son of Seleucus IV, who was brother of Antiochus IV. Right. So right. they're both yes. grandsons yes. Okay. of Antiochus the Great. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so then he's not even that old, right? Yeah, he's like in his 30s, I think, oh at this God. point. There's, there's so much happening, and it's like <laughs> yeah. in no time. Uh. Yes, I checked through all the podcasts, and this is the century with most successions. <laughs> so, buckle up. All right. <laughs> so Demetrius goes up to the Senate and says, Hey, listen, King Antiochus V is A, a child, and B, has killed one of your members. Make me king, and I'll be supportive of Rome. <gasps> Traitor. Yes. <laughs> You said it about that he was. This going is to not come even back. top ten anime betrayals. This is just, I saw this one coming. Like he <laughs> stayed in Rome. Come on, come on. He really, truly has Antiochus the Fourth's boot licking blood in him. Just, Instincts, that's, yeah, yeah. 
What the hell? This family, I swear. I cannot forgive them. <laughs> Terrible people. So he gives this big impassioned speech in front of the Senate and says, How dare. Will you help me take Antioch? The Senate says, Nah, not really. I We're knew close. it! <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. You know, they Loser. think, actually, it's probably better if the second most powerful state in the Mediterranean has an incompetent child king as opposed to a young, ambitious one. Yeah. We'll pass, thanks. Yeah, because you know, what We're not going to support them because they killed a senator, but we're not going to support a rival, at least. Yeah. So, okay, nice. Baby Antiochus This sounds so desperate. I just... Honestly, Demetrius deserves it. I'm sorry. That's what you get for <laughs> trying to get the Romans to help you. Ah, well. Also, Baby Antiochus and Lysias managed to live their lives for a few more months really? without much event. Nice. Then Jessica shows up. <gasps> Again. Hello, Jessica. Yes. She says, hello, sirs. Um, Demetrius is just outside the gates of Antioch. He wants to have a word with you. Should I let him in? Uh, what is he doing here? How well. dare he? <laughs> that guy. Wait, do we know that he tried to get a deal with the Romans? Yeah, we do. We have, like, people in Rome <gasps> who, at the time who were just oh! about it. <laughs> okay, this will yes. be fun. <laughs> and they say, wait. Wasn't Demetrius in Rome? Wasn't he a hostage in Rome? Uh, yeah. What happened? Did he get Roman support? Nope. Like, sure, he was living the high life, but, like, wasn't he technically on paper, you know, not supposed to leave? Yeah. Are we... Oh, my God. Did he come here when he was not supposed to? And are we going gonna to tell the Romans? Because that would be hilarious. Yes, he did. He heisted himself out of Rome and got a ship and found his way all the way to Antioch. What does he... Like... What is his plan here? Like, does he uh, does well, he actually think that we're going to help? Like, what is going on? Well, his plan is sort of what you suggested that Antiochus IV should do. Because, by all accounts, Demetrius has basically just a personal bodyguard and not, like, a large army to besiege Antioch with. Yeah. But he just pops out in front of Antioch and says, Hey, you've had two previous kings who surrendered to the Romans. I just broke my way out of the Romans. I am the only adult Seleucid male. Also, according to the line of succession, if we don't count Antiochus IV's usurpation, I am the legitimate heir. I was meant to succeed Seleucus IV because I'm the eldest of this line. I, Demetrius, should be your king. Does this fly? Well, Lysias and baby Antiochus look around... And they realize that, oh no, all the soldiers are turning in the wrong direction. Oh no. Oh wait, oh no, please don't arrest us, please. Oh no. Oh, no. So they're both I captured. cannot believe this. And Demetrius is made King Demetrius I. We get a new name, Serial. <gasps> well... Surprising. I was gonna say that redeems him, but no. <laughs> what a... snake. Yeah, and according to one Maccabees, Demetrius specifically asked his guards not to see his cousin or the regent, but just to execute them both before he can lay eyes on them. Just in case he got attached, you know. The end. Yeah, you know, you don't want him to feel bad and then be like, uh, I mean, actually, I shouldn't kill a 12-year-old. Oh, I'm going to hate next episode. <laughs> I'm very excited like for Demetrius. next episode. How dare he... Oh. 
I especially like next episode because Demetrius is personal friends with one of our historians. Just, wh- so, like, yeah. why did the soldiers listen to him? He did not have an army with him. How is this I mean, better? But he's an adult. He knows what he's doing. He hasn't Do- bent I- to the Romans twice. You know. Eh. He wants nothing but to be Roman. Like, how- I mean, he hasn't been super Roman. He's less Roman than Antiochus IV and fair. his son. So it's that like, well, between the two, might as well go for the guy that didn't have an elaborate triumph and got humiliated in a circle. I hope, like, the only way I will forgive him is if he actually gets, like, annoyed at the Romans and, like, out of spite because they denied him the throne, now that he is king, goes and tries Mm -hmm. to beat their ass. Well, he definitely isn't happy with them. He did, you know, sneak his way out of Rome and into Antioch against the Senate's express wishes, so (laughs) we'll have to deal with those consequences soon. Fun. But yes, this was the life of Antiochus Eupator. Mm. You now know why he is mostly known for his father. Yeah, because he, you know, he was a baby and didn't mm. get to do much. Sorry, Antiochus. Yeah, not a great time, but hey. Yeah, the you Romans could have been really... Antiochus the child, which is slightly worse, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I am sad. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, so are you ready to rate him, Serial? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. First category is final moments. How good was his death being executed by his cousin without even being given the dignity of being seen at a young age? I mean, cool, I guess. I like it more than Antiochus the Child's because at least we have an anecdote Yeah. about it. But Yeah, it's not just like, oh, we got rid of him at some point. Like, yeah. It, yeah. yeah, there's like a whole thing. So, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm too hung up on Demetrius being... <laughs> uh, I'm excited for Demetrius' episode. Yeah, so I was thinking like a four-ish thereabouts. That, yeah. Yeah, I'm honestly between a three and a four. Yeah, what do we give uninteresting deaths? Who else did we give? Because I gave a three to Antiochus the Child, you gave him a two. And this is slightly better, yeah. Yeah, I think this is a little, yeah, a little bit I, better. Yeah, a four I think checks out. That's what I wanted to know, just like, you know. It's not great, but like you it's give something. a four to Cambyses for the stabbing himself, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's funny <laughs> and probably not true. So you know. So I'm gonna go for four. What are you sticking with? Yeah, yeah, four sounds good. Four. Okay, I, I so agree. In total, with a four and a four, we get a four out of ten for final moments. Every time you say, "Oh, with a four and a four, with a five and a six, I think of the and with a. Six and a four, we have a face, you know, the little <laughs> games. Of... Yes. <laughs> if anyone knows what I'm talking about, I guess leave a comment, tweet on Twitter or something. Yes, let us know. Our next category is battle hardness. How good was he at war and fighting? He was a child. I mean, he was a child. His regent did eh. Yeah. Because too much going on. I think there was like... There's something to talk about, at least. They managed to retake Jerusalem from the rebels, which was good. You know, they defeated them in battle around Jerusalem. Managed Mm -hmm. to retake Antioch from Philip. Presumably there was some sort of battle, so that's pretty good. Oh, Philip. They got betrayed at the end when Demetrius came over, but... Yeah. eh, What are you gonna do? At Battle Hardness, I think it's worth something. I think, like... Yeah. A three for holding things together, getting a few small 
not terribly Even impressive victories. Even though it was, you know, something. the regent who did it, but that's what we're yeah, but, you know, we consider generals well. and all that doing stuff. Otherwise, we wouldn't get any points ever. Yeah, no. Yeah, maybe a three. Because we also lost a lot. Yeah, it's um, not doing great, really. But a three sounds good. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. So battle hardness, I think we can say a three and a three gives us a six out of 20 for battle hardness. Next category is scheminess. How good we see it plots and subterfuge. Uh, uh, eh. What? <laughs> Did we have any of that? Uh, No, not really. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, yeah. Like, you could give maybe, like, one token point if you believe that actually the rebellion was a secret master plan by Lysias to send Rome a message. But I don't think so. That. I much doubt it. That sounds very dubious. And besides that, you know, a child. Yeah. That's it. So I'm going to go for zero. I guess you're matching. Yep, yep. So Agreed. zero and a zero is zero of 20 for scheminess. Next category is shock factor. How shocking was this child's reign i mean shocking that it kind of lasted a bit yeah i guess guess you would be shocked that he didn't die straight away or was replaced like i'm actually very impressed that lysias didn't make a move for himself yeah you know maybe it's because everything was on fire yeah everything was already too much and how would he be more legitimate than just literally being the regent of the king yeah i know but maybe you could marry a cousin of the royal line be like, sure, oh, like, I'm sorry, the king died. That. Like, you know. Yeah, sure, but if he's right the regent, now, he has a good amount of power. Yeah, yeah. like, what else do you want? Like, it's going to be a while until the child grows up, and, like, then we can see if yeah, it's sure. worth to just, like, oh, I've been doing a good job as a regent, people are happy with what I do, let's just not change it. But, like, other times, like, it, I feel like you are where you need to be already. Yeah, I mean, I think you did a good job and was... Fair enough, but yeah, so there's not much shocking, honestly. All the shock is from Demetrius' side. Oh, wait, shock factor, one thing I could add in is folding to the Romans. You did say, okay, yes, Romans, please burn my ships and kill my elephants. Is it shocking, though, knowing that we just came from, like, two wars and honestly understood the situation? Still, you weren't happy about it. I wasn't, but I understood the choice, so it wasn't really that shocking. Shocking is mm. what Antiochus IV was doing. I mean, I feel like I need to give some points, now that I think about it. <laughs> at least something for the fact that, you know, you just rolled over for the Romans, and now it's like, ah, oh, well. I lost my dignity for peace, <laughs> and now I have neither. Yes. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with a one, because it's an understandable decision. I see why you did it, but also... It's not good. No, I'm still going to go for a zero. Okay, fair enough. Not shocked. Yeah. So with a one and a zero, we get a one out of 20 for shock factor. Next category is Aaron Shine. How good was he for the empire overall and Iran in particular? Uh, Uh, I mean, okay, let's go through it. (laughs) So in Judea, the revolt is stopped now. That's good. That's good. The peace treaty wasn't super favorable to the Empire, but, you know, there's peace. I guess it's better than having to fight a constant guerrilla war. Yeah. You know, that's better than nothing. Managed to quickly win the civil war with Philip. That didn't devastate anything. That was pretty good. Folding to the Romans, not good. Your fleet is smaller. You have fewer elephants. That's an unfortunate thing that happened. 
And regarding Iran specifically, it hasn't really had anyone to pay attention to it. Like, Antiochus IV was going to set it in order. Mm-hmm. But now the army that was meant to go there came back to Antioch. Yeah. So that's a bit of a mess. And Iran is still basically fading away from central authority. They're becoming uh, more and more independent, more and more disconnected from the center of the which empire. I don't blame them, because if nobody's paying attention to them, I don't know what to tell you. It is perfectly reasonable response, but yep. it's not great <laughs> for how things are going. And also, of course, at the end, we get our second usurpation in three kings yeah it's not ideal again i don't know how much blame you can put but it still happened well it happened in his reign right like that's in the end that's what we quantify yeah i would say a one for getting judeo situation sorted Mm -hmm. and that's it Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) i see you're struggling yeah i was hoping to give some more but yeah so i think one is a good starting point i'm wondering if i want to add anything else uh uh, yeah no i can't in good conscience add anything else like better than nothing but you know i think something was achieved just not very much (laughs) that's very fair an attempt was made (laughs) Yes. So 1 and 1 gives us a 2 out of 20 for Arid Shine. Next category is Face of Faces. What this man look like? Or child look ah. like? Or tween look like, I think. Yeah. So we can get ready and see what cereal cooks up for us today. Okay. So let's see what cereal has made for us. I will describe it to you. So you can also enjoy it, or you can go on the website and look at it with your own eyes. Okay, so let me pick it up. Oh no! Oh! Okay. I'm sorry. Oh. I couldn't think of anything else. This is not canon, but you know, I guess it's time to give our audience the feels. Time to emotionally traumatize our audience. Yes, because f- the Romans. Yep, that's fair. <laughs> This is propaganda against Rome. (laughs) Good. They've had it too good for too long. (laughs) So what we see is Antiochus, a child. He has nice wavy hair. He's a little guy. He has a nice little diadem and a robe. And what is this in front of him? There is a large Seleucid elephant all decked out in the best finery. And it's hugging little Antiochus with the trunk. And Antiochus is hugging the elephant's trunk. And they're all really cute. And, and, blah, blah, blah. and they're saying goodbye. because uh, They're know. saying goodbye because the evil, terrible, horrifying Romans have come to take our elephants. Because they're terrible people. I figured, you know, what if Antiochus had a favorite elephant? And they all oh. had to put them on the... You know. <laughs> Poor elephant. It is a very well-drawn elephant. I like that. But also, I feel very sad. We can assume that there was maybe, like, one elephant that was okay. (laughs) Hopefully. I don't know. Maybe. But thank you, Serial, for the emotional trauma. You are We will now work through it. (laughs) In the next therapy sessions. In the meantime, I'll show you what Antiochus actually look like, and you can give me your opinion. This is probably when he's about 11 or 12. 
Oh, yeah, a, a child. I st- what is going on with his chin? I think it's a family trait, honestly. I think it's slowly this, developing. Is this the Habsburg chin all over again? Just a different shape? I mean, he is the son of a brother and a sister, so I'd believe that. Yeah, because we have seen the chin appear as a genetic, you know, family resemblance. But this does no longer look like a usual, you know, what a chin would look like. He has a very pointy chin. <laughs> yeah, uh, dear I feel like this might also be an effect of the coin, but... There's definitely a chin there. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. It might just be the metal. But yeah, it's a younger man with a very straight nose. I like his profile, actually. Mm-hmm. Kind of big eyes and They're very hair large and a eyes, diadem. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a young man, so... Yeah, I'd I say, guess. yeah. My opinion on this is, eh, yeah. fair enough, you know. I can tell it's a guy. Nothing spectacular of it, but, you know, sure. Yeah. I'd go for a four. For, um... It is contemporary, right? So, like, you know, It is contemporary, yes. Coins. What did I give the other coins? The other coins you gave Antiochus the Child a four. You gave also Antiochus the Fourth a four for his yeah. bus. That was kind of generic. Yeah. And who yeah. else did you give a four to? You gave it to Cyrus the Great. I don't know how, but sure. Well, because we didn't have much... <laughs> yeah. Listen. Yeah, I think a four is decent. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. I think it's like, it's what we've come to expect. You know, it's fair enough. It's vaguely interesting that it's a younger person with a weird chin. Eh. So, yeah, in total that gives us a two out of five for Face of Faces. Next category is lengthiness. How long do you think this child ruled? Uh, well, we started when he was like eight or nine, right? Mm-hmm. And he got to be 12, so three and a half years. It's actually closer to two and a half, which I've decided oh. to count as two. I so, see. okay. Yeah, from 163 oh. BC to 161 BC. Eh, not a very long or prosperous reign, but... Uh, a lot of things happen in those yeah. two years. Wow. Yeah, not great. Intense. Okay, but that brings us to the final score, which is to say a 15.2 out of 100, which places him just below Seleucus II, with the whole, the Empire's on fire, oh my god, oh my god, mm-hmm. and just above Artaxerxes IV with, yay, I defeated Macedon, oh no, I was poisoned by Bagoas. Uh. I feel like, yes, this is his company. That is pretty reasonable for Antiochus V. We're getting very high up on Antiochus's. <laughs> but... We still have one final question to consider. Is he childlike enough? Semi-successful enough? Lover of elephants enough to be considered a Shahanshah? Or is he just a Shahanshah? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Come on, like... Yeah. No. There's not much to recommend him, unfortunately. It's like... Why are you asking? Yeah, I mean, Lysias tried his best. I feel bad for Lysias, honestly, because he was just given the job and yeah, he was had doing to fine. turn off everything that was on fire Listen, at the same time. Listen, it's all Demetrius's fault. Like, yeah. let's just, you know, let's just say the truth like it is. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what Demetrius thinks next time we meet this family. Uh, well. So, yeah, I'm sorry, Antiochus V. You're a Shahana. You can go off into the desert and meet Antiochus the Child. You could play catch, I hope, you know, hope you have a better afterlife than you had a life. 
and goodbye. Yeah. Oh, well. So that went well. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> could have gone worse, but hey, could have gone worse. The Empire could have been us, burnt apart. I guess catch us soon to see what the hell Demetrius is planning and if he deserves any redemption whatsoever. Yes, pretty much. But next time, just for a public service announcement, is not going to be next week because I am finishing up my thesis and I kind of don't have time to edit two episodes. So oh, going to be editing one episode you'll get in like two weeks. And then after that, we'll see how it happens. It should be relatively usual. But uh, yeah, you'll be able to find out what happens to Demetrius and the rest of the Sari family and what happens beyond them because we're getting close. Uh, send your good wishes for Umberto on our Twitter or our social Yay! media or leave a review and, you know, tell yes, him I'm happy with congratulations the review as well. and good luck for his thesis presentation thank coming you. up. Very nice. <laughs> all right. So thank you all for listening. We hope you had a good time and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.